for my dear friend Yosef Rafal Ben Yehudis who needs a refuah shalema Pasuk says Vayedabri Elkim El Moshe Hashem spoke to Moshe Vayomer Lavani Hashem Tzadikim explained that Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of Parsha Shmos Moshe speaks Dvarim Kashim Tashem such a thing were even possible Moshe Rabbeinu says Rabbon Shalom Lama Hariyosa Lama Zeh Lama Zeh Shalachtani Why do you consider me Why are you doing this bad thing to this nation or to any individual within the nation of Israel. Why is there any suffering in the world? Mi'azbati, from the time that I come, alparo ledaber b'shemecha, the time that I'm coming to speak in your name, harel amazet, it's become worse for them. Even Moshe Abinu, the great leader of the Jewish people, speaks dvarim kashem ta'ashem, Hashem, we don't understand your ways. Ve'edaber alukim el-Moshe ve'yomer elav ani Hashem. The words ve'edaber and alukim, Dibor is always a lashon kasha, rebuke, elokim. is a language of, of judgment, of harshness. And the Ishbitzer writes, the Meshilach writes in this pasuk, Vayedaber elokim al Moshe. First Hashem comes, He says to Moshe Rabbeinu, the way that the tzaddikim read between the lines. Moshe, I thought you didn't know how to speak so well. All of a sudden, you have what to say. You know, you had 
you were scared to go and speak up with Paro, but me, like, all of a sudden, you seem very confident. That's what it means. You told me you were Kaved Peh, you're Kaved Lashon, you're Aros Vasayim, what happened? The Ishbitzer writes in Meashiloach, Hashem wanted to show to Moshe Rabbeinu the answer to all the questions. Is that Vayidabe, which is Lashon Kasha, and Elukim, which is Lashon of, of Mishpat, of Din. He said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Don't you understand, Vayomer, love Ani Hashem? That all of the Vayidabe is really Vayomer, and all of the Elukim is really Hashem. Vayidabe, Elukim, Al Moshe, Vayomer, love Ani Hashem. Ishbitzer says that even though it looks like a Dibor and it looks like Elohim and it looks like something is difficult, in a second, if you call the bluff, if you recognize, like the Tzadikim explains, what does it mean? Like it says in Tehillim, Hashem, Behold, your enemies, Hashem, your enemies should be destroyed. So the Kedushas Levi quotes from the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh that this terrifying word, that when you recognize that that your enemy is really Hashem, not that Hashem is your enemy, but that your enemy is also Hashem, then you realize that all the Vayadabers and all the Elohims and Hashem we're looking at you right now and we're recognizing that all the Vayadabers and all the Elohims, and we're able to look through that and like the Tzadikim tell us that if you, if you recognize that that which is hurting your friend or that which is hurting you, or that which is hurting the Jewish people is really, really, really Vayomer, they love Hashem. It's really an Amira. Amira is a Lashon Raka. And Hashem is the Akol Yachol. Hayipaleme Hashem Davar. Is there anything which is too wondrous for Hashem? Hashem created the world for Rachmanos, for Rachamim. And so we ask that our Torah should be a Torah that heals. That all of the, should, we should be able to show how all of the Eser Makos, that the Makos, which are Nigaf Verafeh, like the Pasuk says, like the Zara Kaddish learns, that they were Nigafim to the Mitzrim, but they were Merapim to the Jewish people, they healed the Jewish people. So Rashi writes in the Pasuk, what does it mean? Vayedabre l'kim al-Moshe, Vayomer lav ani Hashem. Vayomer lav ani Hashem, Rashi says, Ne'eman l'shalim s'char tov. I am Ne'eman, I am faithful to, to pay back, to give a s'char tov, l'mishalchim l'fanai, to those who walk before me. I'm Neman Lakayim Dvarai Shadibarti La Avos Harishonim. I'm Neman to fulfill the promises that I made to the Avos Harishonim. So the Yisabracha, the Majitz Rebbe, the Majitz Rebbe, the Yisabracha asked two questions. He said, Number one, what does it mean, I'm Neman, to give a schar tov to those who are Mishalech Lefanai? Say, those who are Oseritzoni, or say, those who are who are osem asehem letov. I don't know what's this. Hishalech lefanai. What does it mean? Hishalech lefanai. And also, isn't it peculiar that it refers to? It says, "I'm going to fulfill the words that I gave to the the avos harishonim." The avos harishonim, right? The, the avos harishonim. The Gemara in Brachos says, "There's only three. There's only three avos. Ain la avos elishlosha. There's only three. What is that? Avos harishonim. Who are the avos achronim? <laughs> What is this lashon of the Avos Harishonim? The first Avos. So the Majitzer said, such a deep Torah. It's the other side of this. It's true. When you recognize that your enemy is Hashem, when you recognize that the thing that's standing in front of you and causing you pain or causing you confusion 
is really Hashem, then your enemies disappear. It's not just poetic repetition. Behold, Hashem, your enemies, your enemies will, be dis- will disappear, will be destroyed. No. You know, says the Baal Shem Tov, that the second that you look through the thing that's in front of you that looks difficult, and you say, I know that that's Hashem, there's Hashem in there. I know that Vayidaber Elkim is really Vayomer Hashem. So then, then your enemy, the thing which is stopping you, will be mamtik into something which will, which will be sweet, which will be the, the highest, most life-giving thing in the world. So the Yisabracha said that the Avos are called the Avos HaRishonin, not because they're the first Avos compared to the second Avos. Why are they called the Avos HaRishonin? Because normally the way that it works is that somebody who's in a difficult situation, if Hashem brings about a Yeshua, Hashem brings about a salvation for that person, then the person sings a song of thanks to Hashem. Then they say to Hashem, thank you, you, wow, you opened up the, you opened up everything, you opened up all the tzaros, and you, you were of my entire life. That's the regular way of things. Hashem makes the first move, and then you respond by thanking Hashem and praising Hashem and singing to Hashem because He gave you Yeshua. But the Avos are called the Avos Harishonim, said the Maditzer, because the Avos knew how to make the first move. The Avos understood that it's possible to sing to Hashem even when the Yeshua didn't come yet. That it's possible to sing to Hashem even when the Gula hasn't come yet. Even when a person is still in the Gulas. And so the Avos are called the Avos Harishonim because they are unique in the fact that they make the first move. They make the move, they start singing to Hashem even before there's some Yeshua that comes their way. It's the Pasuk and Tehillim, the Magister quotes Kapitel Kovav and Tehillim. That it's, it says that Hashem sees the Tsar, He sees the Jewish people in Tsar. He sees them in their state of Tsar, of constriction, of difficulty. In hearing Esrinasam, in hearing their song. So the Majitzer said, <coughs> I should say, I should say that He hears their cries, He hears their screams. But it says that Hashem sees the Jewish people when He sees that. They're already singing. And that's why it says, those who are, I'm Naaman to give schar tov to those who are nishalech lefanai, those who walk before me. Meaning those who come to sing and to thank Hashem before the Yeshua comes. So we'll sing, we'll sing for the Yeshua now. Let's say thank you to Hashem for the Yeshua that He's going to bring now. I told the Hodos, I shall the Hodos, I
Das is in Gaulus. So Shemi <coughs> writes in Parshas Vayera, Tafreshayin Gimel maybe, somewhere around there. A hundred years ago, a little bit more than a hundred years ago. Shemi Shmuel was sitting in a room together with a bunch of beautiful shining Jews just like just like we are. And Shem Yishmuel said it's peculiar. The word das in Lashna Kodesh has, means something and it's opposite. It means two opposite things. On the one hand, we know from the very beginning of the Torah that the Lashna of das by Adam and Chav, das means hiskashras. It means two things being together. Das means to connect two things. same time, we know that in Ein Das of Dolominoyim, that Das is an intellectual capacity that relates to Havdalah, the ability to distinguish between things, to separate things. It's the reason why in Atachonin Adam Das we put Havdalah. Yerushalmi in Maseches Brachos asks, why is the Brach, it's a Machlukas in the Mishnah, whether it's a Bracha Revius Bifnei Atzmo, do you put it in Modim, is it in, is it in uh, Bracha Revius, is it in Atachonin Adam Das? So the Gemara settles and says, it's because Because without Das, how do you have the intellectual capacity to distinguish between things, to be mavdil between things? So the Shem Yishmuel says, well, which one is it? Is Das his kashras? Is it, connect, is it a connector? Is Das a, a function of Havdalah? Is that something that we use to separate things, to pull things apart? So Shem Yishmuel says, that really, Das is a connector, and that the deepest way to separate yourself from something which you want to separate yourself from is to know the thing that you want to connect yourself to very, very deeply. Rabbi Nachman wrote in Lakutim Aran in Torah Yud, in Tinyana, in the second volume of Lakutim Aran in Torah Yud, 
Rabbi Nachman wrote that the reason that the world, the Hasiba, Sha'olam, Meruchakim Ma'od, Me'ashem Yitzvach, the reason why the world is very far from Hashem, why people are very far from Hashem, is because Ein Lahem Yishuv Hadas. Because they don't have any Yishuv Hadas. Because we don't have, because we don't have any Yishuv Hadas. <coughs> because our Das is trying to connect to lots of different things. I remember when I was 18 years old, I heard from Rav Blachman, I think Rav Blachman maybe said this from Hutner. He said that Rav Hutner liked to say that if a person doesn't have das, so then how can they distinguish between things? Rav Hutner used to always say He used to invert it and say if a person doesn't separate between this thing and that thing, if a person doesn't give preference to one thing over another, how can you really know anything? A person wants to be friends with everybody in the yeshiva, how can you really be friends with anybody? If we don't distinguish and say... I'm going to focus my attention, my love, my, my, my energies on, on this person or this few people. So then, then I can really know something. But the truth is that also through knowing something very deeply, by focusing on something very deeply and refusing to look anywhere else, so then my hiskashras to this one thing causes everything else to be pushed to the side. The reason why the word das means both to connect and also to separate is because when I connect to something very, very deeply, it makes everything else move to the side. Rabbi Nachman's story with the Hungarian wine, <coughs> once there was a fellow who was not so rich and there was another fellow who was pretty rich. He had barrels and barrels of this Hungarian wine, which is the most delicious wine in the whole world. And he wanted to take it to a fair and he was looking for a porter so the guy thought, maybe I'll make a little bit of money. So he started working for this wealthy man, loading up the barrels of wine into his carriage, going into his wine cellar and schlepping up the barrels and loading up his wagon. So finally, the whole barrel, all the barrels were loaded into the wagon and the guy was on his way to the fair. And he said, why don't you come with me? I'm going to need someone to unload them also. And while they were on their way to the fair, so this rich, this wealthy man turned to the, to the porter and he said to him, maybe you'd like to taste some of the Hungarian wine, Sitting here, we have a long road ahead of us. Neither of us are driving, you know. Surgeon General's warning, but uh, I don't think either of us are pregnant and neither of us are driving. So, you know, maybe we'll crack open a bottle and, uh, and you can taste the Hungarian wine. So Rabbi <laughs> said, so the rich man opened one of the barrels and he started to pour some of the wine and each of them made a l'chaim and they made a bar guffin and they drank the wine. And the porter tasted the taste of Hungarian wine. He said, this is the most delicious wine I ever tasted in my life. He said, yeah, of course it is. It's Hungarian wine. So they get to the fair and they unload all the barrels and he gets paid for his services. But more than he gets paid for his services, the fact that he got to taste the Hungarian wine is like with him in this very strong way. So he says, okay, thank you for your services. So he's like, well, that's it? Like I, he says, yeah, that's it. Okay, I have to find my way home. You know, like I thought I was going to be get a ride back, hitch a ride. Like, no, the, the job's over. Like, you did your job, I paid you. Now you have some money, you can get a ride home. So the porter's trying to find the way home. Finally, he ends up uh, getting this transportation, and they stop over on the way, on their way back to where he's coming from, back to his home. They stop over at this, they didn't, you know, they didn't have a, whatever Tesla the, the rich man was driving, so they, they, it was a little bit lot, lot, and they ended up staying at a overnight on the way, they had to go halfway. They stayed at this inn. And he comes into this inn. <coughs> and there's a group of businessmen who are all in there on their way back from the fair as well. 
and there's music playing, and, the, and they're, they're making merry, you know, celebrating their success at the fair. And as he walks in, he says, wow, you know, uh, what's, on, what's on tap tonight? And they say, oh, we have, we, have a, we have a barrel of Hungarian wine. And he says, psh, you have the Hungarian, you have Hungarian wine. Wow. He said, maybe you'd like some. So he said, well, I just got paid, you know. <coughs> I want to save. So they said, no, it's on the house. We'll give you some Hungarian wine. Johnny poured this man a cup of Hungarian wine. So they pour a, you know, a little, small little <clears throat> cup of Hungarian wine. And the guy takes a sip and he, poof, and he spits it out. And they said, well, what, is, what are you doing? What is, it's Hungarian wine. He says, that's not Hungarian wine. I've tasted Hungarian wine. That's not Hungarian wine. That's the end of the story. Rabbi Nachman ends the story there. And then he writes afterwards in letters, different typeface. And he says, Mi yain hungari. Somebody who tasted Hungarian wine in their life, even one time, lo olam. I'll never be fooled again. Mitzrayim das was in Galos. The Jewish people didn't know what das was. They didn't know how to taste. They didn't know how to taste the divine. The Zohar Kaddush says on the Pasuk, Chomer, Levenim, Kol The Zohar goes through each one of these things and says, um, they, 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 they made them work, Avodakasha, Dakusha. This means a kasha, like a kasha in learning. The Chomer, Dakalvachomer. This is a, a Kalvachomer, another tool which is used for learning. Levenim, with bricks. This is the act of, of the Zohar says, this is the act of getting to the white of the halacha, you know, like getting rid of all the fat and cutting straight to the, straight to the, to the white part of the halacha, like burning away everything else and getting straight to the pure halacha. Libun halacha. Kol this is b'risa. You know, b'risa, like outside, outside in the field, outside of the canon of the Mishnah. And it goes one, one by one. All of the different parts of the Pasuk are all different types of learning. So I always used to think, because this is the way that I once saw it, and the Shlach Kadr says like this, that the Pshat is that through the Avodah, through the backbreaking labor, that's what gave the Jewish people their, you know, their, their ability to sit and learn for hours. And we're, the people of the book were a very impressive people in terms of our intellectual achievements. And we, we have a good work ethic. And part of that is because we got it in Mitzrayim. That every single part of the Avodah, the Avodah Kasha, all of that was later be transformed into Kalvachomer and Libun Hilchasa and Braisa and all these different ways of learning. But I saw this year from Rav Yitzchak Meir Morgenstern, Shlita, that the Rebbe explained that the Indian of, they made us work with Avodakasha. Chomer Levenim is that there's a way of learning Torah that a person can be chaser das, that a person can be so involved in kushes and kalvachomers and libun hilchasa even and brises and mishnayis and working very hard, but a ikar chaser menasefer. But a person doesn't remember the main thing that they're supposed to be remembering. Like the Gemara says in Chagiga, you cannot compare a person who learns something a hundred times. Versus someone who learned it mei of echad, and the Baal Shem Tov explained it doesn't just mean hundred and one times. It means who, a person who learned it a hundred times versus a person who learned it a hundred times 
while he was holding on to the one, to the Echad Yachad Miyuchad, was holding on to Hashem while he was learning. It's someone who's tasted the Hungarian wine, someone who's tasted Das, who's been miskasher, who had a real Kesher to Hashem, through their Vodas Hashem, Lo Yitam Olam, will never be fooled again. That a person is able to look through and to see that all of the different trappings of Das, the Eitz HaDas Tovera, are covering for the Eitz HaDayim, for the Tree of Life, for a living relationship with Hashem. And then Mitzrayim, the constriction and everything that was happening to the Jewish people, it's not, it's not just that they were enslaved, but that Das was in Golis. They were rechokim Hashem, like, like Rabbi Nachman says. They were distant from Hashem because they didn't have Yishev Adas. Chassam Sofer writes that, in this parsha, Chassam Sofer writes that Moshe and Aaron always have to work together because when Moshe Benu said that he couldn't speak in a way that would be understood by Paro, and Hashem says, don't worry, don't worry, Aaron's going to be your meturgaman, Aaron's going to be your translator. So you know what that means, says the Chassam Sofer? This is a Pele de Gavart. Chassam Sofer says that we know that before the Torah, like the Ramban writes in his Hakdomat al-Chumash, before the Torah comes down into this world, the Torah that we have, that's upstairs in the Aaron Kodesh, is the Torah, according to the Tzaddikim, is the Torah from the Olam of Bria, which is pretty wild. I mean, we have something from the Olam Habriya sitting upstairs in the Aaron. That's pretty wild. But there's a Torah which is higher than that's the Torah of the Olam Hatzilas, like the Ramban writes in his Akdamat Chumash, which is complete, it, does, it doesn't read like a narrative or a book of laws. The Torah from the Olam Hatzilas is all Shemos of Hashem. That when Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah, he received the Torah because he spoke Baspaklara Meira and the Shechinu was Medaberas, Itoch Gronosh al Moshe. So everything that Moshe Rabbeinu said was on this level of the Torah of the Olam Hatzilas, where the Torah is one long word. And that one long word is one gigantic shame of Hashem. That's what it means when it says the Gemara learns, how do you know Birchus HaTorah? Kishem Hashem Ekra, Havagad Lelokim, the Gemara Brachos. How do you know Birchus HaTorah is Minatorah? Kishem Hashem Ekra, when I call out the name of God, Havagad Lelokim, I need to give grandeur to Hashem. I need to first make a, a bracha. So what, what does that have to do with Birchus HaTorah? Because Kishem Hashem Ekra, because when I call out the name of Hashem, the name of Hashem, that's the Torah. The Torah is, is, is the name of Hashem. So the Chassam Sofer says that Moshe Rabbeinu came to Paro and it was like, uh, it was like what happens when you go to a tzaddik. Sometimes you go to a tzaddik who's like learning very, very deep things. And you're sitting there and he's saying, you know, Absag Maban, you know, Shem Ekye is the Shem Havaya is this and that. And he's like saying all these Shemos of Hashem. And Moshe comes to Paro and he says, and he doesn't say, you know, Shalach Asami Ve'avduni. He doesn't say, send my nation and I'll... That's not what Moshe said. The Shechina is B'medaberes mitoch grono Moshe. So Moshe comes in there, and he starts saying, you know, Shakai, Havaya, you know, Ekya, Elokim, Kel. And Paro's like, what? What are you saying? <laughs> and so Aaron has to come in and be like, what that means is, <laughs> send my people so that they'll be able to go serve me by Harsinai. That's what some Sofer writes. But the Torah that we're learning, so much of the Torah that we're learning, <coughs> If we don't do it with an eye, once we taste the Hungarian wine, you could do this when you're in the middle of learning a Tosfos. You have to do it. You can't. There's no other way to learn anymore. The person's struggling with, ah, oh, the Gemara's boring, or, the, or the, this, this, this thing that I'm learning, it's like, it's like, it's like so, it's like so, you know, 
tiny dakus dakus dika thing, like some case which is never going to happen, like Rav Shechter said earlier this week. You know, some case which is so far fetched in a million years, it's not going to happen. The Tosos and Bechoros, right? But now we can, now we have it, like transplanting uh, cows from one cow to another cow. Tosos says it's never going to happen in a million years, but the Gemara wants to know every single detail of Olam of, Hazet of to investigate everything in this world. So sometimes you're like, but what do I care about this? What does it do with anything? But once you've tasted the Hungarian wine, it's the same thing. It's the same way that like we were saying before that if a person is able to look through and call the bluff of this world and to see that all of the tsaros are really Vayomer Hashem, it's not Vayadabr Elokim, and they're able to see that all of the details of the Gemara and all the details of the Halacha and all of the details of, the, of, their, of their business meetings that they're having and all of the details of the little squabble that they're having with their roommate or with their, with their spouse or with, if they're able to see all of that is Hinei Oivecha Hashem Anything which is standing between me and Hashem, it's just a function that I don't have Yishav Hadas right now. That Das is in Golis. I'm not Makusher. And therefore everything is Havdalah. I'm scattered. Pizar Nefesh. I'm all over the place. But if I could be Makasher myself to the central point of reality, if I could be Makasher myself to the central point of reality, the only difference between, like the Maharal writes in the beginning of Netzach Yisrael, the only difference between Gola, Gimel Lamed He, which is the Shorosh of the word Golas, and Ga'al, which is the Shorosh of the word Gimel Aleph Lamed, which is the Shorosh of the word Ga'ula, the difference is the He and the Aleph. He means, says the Maharal, like imagine you have like a square, and there's a dot in the middle, and that dot in the middle is now being stretched out in all four directions. That's the He. Meaning you have this center point, one, which is now being drawn out in four directions, that becomes a He. Whereas the Aleph is the exact opposite. The Aleph is, everything is, it's, there's, there's all four directions, but they're all pulling back into, this, into the center. Gimel Aleph Lamed. Gimel Lamed means Gal, means to reveal. A person is either revealing in the world multiplicity, paganism, Rishus Harabim, a public domain where everything is everything and there's nothing... There's no intimacy, there's nothing, there's not, you're not mekusher to anything. Or, a person schleps the aleph into the middle of that gimel amid, and they reveal geula. Because no matter what I'm looking at, whether it looks like this, or it looks like shivisi Hashem Hashem I get the highest praise in the world, shivisi Hashem Somebody says, you don't, you don't know the first thing about, about whatever it is I thought I knew about, shivisi Hashem There's a difficult piece of news that I'm grappling with, shivisi Hashem <coughs> I'm learning a piece of Gemara, I'm learning a piece of Torah, and I don't see, I don't see what this has any relevance to my life. Shivisi Hashem and Agitam, Kishem Hashem Ekra Vugadlalukeno. And then when a person has that, so then the Das is able to come out of, of Galos. The person has Yishuv Das, and then we're not so far from Hashem. Shivizoche. <coughs>
said that if you look in the Torah, it says this in a few places, in the Tikkunim, Tikkunizar, the Torah refers to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim 50 times. 50 times of the Torah refers to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Central part of why Hashem gave the Torah Bechlal, Hashem first introduces Himself to the Jewish people at Harsinai, The center of everything, the center of a Jewish person's life is to know that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. I mentioned once before, my son, <coughs> so when he says, Kriyashma Lamita, so I never saw this in any Sefer, but it seems to me like a reasonable thing to, to be Mechanech one's children in. So I told him that when he says, Kriyashma Lamita, even though he doesn't say the whole Shema, and he's not yet davening uh, three times a day, he's not yet davening Marv, 
So before he goes to sleep and he says, Shema, Kriya Shema Lamita. So he says Shema, and he says the first paragraph of, Sh- of Shema. And then at the end he says, Ani Hashem Elokeichem Asher Tzisichem Eret Yisrael Yoslechem Elohim. Ani Adonai Elohim Emes. He skips to the last pasuk. In order to fulfill, first of all, it's a mitzvah to be mazkir Yitzchak by Yom Uvalayla. Mishnah Brachos. Kol Yemei Chayecha. Yemei Chayecha is Bayom. Kol Yemei Chayecha is even Balayla. During the morning as well, when he says Kriya Shema, he says, Ani Hashem Elokeichem Asher Tzisi Chemeitz Yisrael Lesechem Elohim Ani Adonai Lechem Emes. And I always tell him before he goes to sleep, I always say, you know, Hashem took us, I always say, you know, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. It's an amazing thing. Reb Nassim, Reb Nassim of Breslov wrote in Lakut HaLachos that the Pshat in, you know what it means? Like, why, why is the mitzvah of Yichud Hashem to say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad? Listen, O Israel, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Hashem is our God, Hashem is one. If the whole goal is to make this declaration of Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, so then let's just say Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. What's this Shema Yisrael? So Reb Nassim writes in Lakut Elachos in the very beginning, Rechaim Hashkamas Aboker. He says the Indian of saying Shema Yisrael before is that like when you want to tell somebody something surprising, you say it before you don't just go in and say it to them. You say, "Listen to this. You gotta hear this." So we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad because every single day a Jew needs to say to himself or herself, a person needs to say to themselves, "Listen to this. I want to tell you something you never heard before. This is like mind blowing." Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, which is everything we've been talking about the whole, the whole day, night, whatever this is. Ben Hashmoshes. Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Whether it looks like Hashem or it looks like Elokeinu, it's Hashem Echad. It's all Hashem. That's a wild thing to be able to say everything you think you're saying, it's really all Hashem Echad. But I want to say that that Shema Yisrael is going from the beginning of the Shema all the way to the very last Pasuk of Shema also. You want to hear something amazing? That's what I say to him. I say, Kiva, you want to hear something amazing? Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Hashem believes in us. He took us out of Mitzrayim. Tzadikim say that one of the reasons we were a Kittel by the Pesach Seder is not only because, like the Nosei Kalim right on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, because we're going to be drinking four cups of wine, things are going to get a little rowdy, so we want to make sure, that's why I wear my Kittel also on Purim, you know? You want to like make sure that that, you know, you're going to drink four cups of wine. You're not used to, when do you drink four cups of wine like that? A month earlier, that's when you drink it. But, but when do you drink four cups, when do you drink four cups of wine like that? That's not a regular thing that you do. So you're going to get a little bit, you know, uh, and so, and so we want to make sure that you're, you, like, this is a serious avod that you're doing here. So you wear the kittel. That's what the, that's what the, I think the Taz writes this. And his commentary to Or Chaim, by Hechus Pesach. <coughs> but there are other tzaddikim who say, you know why you wear the kittel? You wear a kittel because by the Pesach Seder, when you're giving over this Indian of 50 times, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, like the Torah has 50 times, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, connected the Nun Shari Tumah that we were almost touching. Hashem lifted us up out of those Nun Shari Tumah, out of the 50 gates of Tumah. And the Torah has this key of, of saying to us, you know, Hashem cares about what you're doing. Hashem cares about how you put your shoes on in the morning. Hashem cares about how you get dressed. Hashem cares about 
how you spend your money, Hashem cares about what you look at, He cares about what you put in your mouth, He cares about what you, what you put in your ears. Hashem cares about all these things. He took you out of Mitzrayim. And He believed that He could make a partnership together with you. So those 50 Yitzhiyas Mitzrayims, which is 50 times Hashem saying, I believe in you, I believe in you, I believe in you. Every single day, but by, when we're sitting by the Pesach Seder, we're wearing the kettle. You know why we're wearing a kettle? Tzadikim say, when do you wear a kettle? Also, it has to do with Mazkir and Leoma Misa. Kittle is this. This is what you're saying. This is the most intense Torah ever. What you're saying is, my dear Talmidim, my dear children, if I had one hour to live, I'm sitting here by the Pesach Seder, I'm wearing what I'm going to be buried in, I'm on my deathbed. If I had one hour to live and I had one thing that I wanted to share with you, it's that there is Hashem who said in the world, I am Hashem your God who took you out of Mitzrayim to make you into Avadim for me, to have a relationship together with me, to redeem you from a servitude of being Avadim la Avadim, to being slaves to slaves, to being Ben Shal Melech, to being Avadim to the king. And if I had one hour to live, if I was literally wearing my, my burial shrouds and I had one message that I could give you, it's that Hashem believes in you so strong. Strong enough that He took you out of Mitzrayim. And that's why that's the center of all of Yiddishkeit. Anochi Hashem Elokecha. I am Hashem your God who took you out of Mitzrayim. Not I'm Hashem your God who created the world Yishmeayin. Okay, Hashem created the world Yishmeayin. But then after that, there was plenty of uh, trouble. Kain and Hevel, and the Mabel, and the, and the Migdal Bavel, and, and selling Yosef, and all these different things. Hashem says, guess what? I still love you. I still want you. I am Hashem, you took care of Mitzrayim. So the Rapshitzer said, well, and with this, the Rapshitzer said that by Kiddush, by Kiddush, we say, Kodesh means it's the first of the Mikroi Kodesh. Like more than Sukkot and Rosh Hashanah and Shavuos and any of the Mikroi Kodesh, any of the, the holidays, Shabbos is Tchilo Mikroi Kodesh. Not only that, Kama, it's also Zeichel Litzias Mitzrayim. It's a reminder to Litzias Mitzrayim. The Rav Shitzer said that you should read it as one long statement. Tchilo Mikroi Kodesh the beginning of any call to holiness, the beginning of any call that a person could hear to holiness, is Zeicher Litzis Mitzrayim. Remember that Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim. The beginning of all holiness, the first step to being called to holiness, is Zeicher Litzis Mitzrayim. Remember that from the place of utter degradation, from the place of the 49th level of Toma, when Paro was laughing at us, he said, you want to go? Go. The gates are open. But who do you think you're kidding? The beginning of any call to holiness for any individual Jew is to recognize, like Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai said, that the, the Yitzhak Mitzrayim is mentioned 50 times in the Torah, no matter how far, even if you fell into the 50th. Like the Orachayim HaKadosh says that before Matan Torah, Hashem to take us out before we fell into the 50th level of Toma. But now that we have a Torah that has the 50 mentions of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the Torah could pull you out. The Torah, like Rabbi Nachman said, is from Tiferes. And a place where a person could fall into a very deep place is a place of Yisod. Torah can lift a person out of the deepest, deepest place. 
Oh uh-huh.